That's what God, you know, that it's, it's, it is near and dear to his heart. You know, Brother Moore had said it, I think he just said it last week, but I remember when he was talking about healing school, it was one of the biggest parts of Jesus' ministry when he was here on the earth. You know, when you're studying healing, you just you can be in the first four books of the New Testament for days and weeks and years and eons. I mean, it, it, it's on healing because Jesus went about doing good and healing all those who were oppressed of the devil. Amen? And so that was what he did. I mean, when it said he came here, that's what he came to do. And he accomplished it, didn't he? And so we'll, uh, we'll study it some more. Um, you know, we want to trigger our faith sometimes. I remember in 1990, I started, actually I bought a business, and I immediately took it as far downhill as it could. <laughs> man, it was fun. But man, I was listening to those prosperity messages, man, I was eating them right and left. I mean, I was eating a prosperity message an hour, thinking I, this is how you get out of this. You eat these prosperity messages and... And you know what? Nothing was happening. It was going worse and worse. And I'd be, man, I'm listening, and I'm and I'm I'm in the Word, and I'm listening. And then in 1996, I went to the Believers Convention, Southwest Believers Convention, and Creflo Dollar preached on, "Seek ye first the kingdom of God." And by golly, I got a hold of that. I got it on on video. That was before they had DVDs. I don't know, they may have they may have had them, but I didn't know about them at that time. So I got it on video, and I watched it, and I watched it, and it triggered something in me to believe beyond where I was, and I was able to begin to pull out of that, pulled out of it, pulled completely out of it. And although I'm not there anymore, those businesses are very successful. So glory to God. You know, seek ye first. This is first, right? And so, glory to God, he pulled me out of it. But it was that, that one message, and I'd heard a lot of messages on Seek Ye First. I'd heard a lot of messages on prosperity, but that one triggered something in me, triggered my faith, and, and, and got me to a place that I hadn't been before and enabled me to go places that I'd never be had I not heard it. Amen? And that's what we want to do. I mean, you've heard Brother Moore talk about his experience in being filled with the Holy Ghost, Right? If you hadn't, he tarried. <laughs> he tarried. And he asked and he asked and he, and he sought and he sought for years, is my understanding. But, man, he got a hold of one message by Brother Hagin on speaking in tongues. And it wasn't just a few minutes. He was speaking in tongues. Amen. Amen. Something triggered his faith. Something got him to that place where he could receive just like it, it, there is a place. And we don't want to think the minute somebody starts teaching on something or it's not the person we thought. or We don't want to think that we, we can't get it. This may be the one. Get it in your spirit. This is the Word of God. It's not the Word of Dave. It's not the Word of Brother Moore. It's the Word of God. It has the power to transform you, to heal you, to prosper you. It has the power to do whatever you need in your life done. Hallelujah. So don't, don't, don't say, well, I've heard enough healing messages. You know what? You ain't going to hear enough healing messages. Why? Because they're always going to be good. They're the Word of God. It ain't because you need one more. It's just because it's good. You know, I remember when I started teaching Bible studies and I was teaching people that didn't believe in healing. And they said, why do you teach so much on healing? 
And I said, because I know it's the one thing every one of y'all, including me, are going to deal with at some point in our lives. And you're going to need this message. Amen? Everybody needs to either stay healed or be healed. Amen? And everybody should be healed. Amen? So that's, that's what God's will is, isn't it? That's God's will. So let's start in my verse. 1 Peter 2.24, I'll share it with you again tonight. Mom gave it to me years ago. I don't know if it was hers to give, but she did. So we'll start there. And it's a verse everybody knows, right? Every good faith, word of faith person knows 1 Peter 2.24. And they've quoted it and quoted it. And we're going to read it again. Amen? Because it's not what you know, it's who you are. And who you are will help you to be what you know. Amen. That makes sense? Who you are will help you to be what you know. I got lots of people tell me everything in the world they know, but they ain't who they know, they ain't what who they know or what they know. They'll tell you all this stuff that they know out of the word, and they ain't what they know yet. I want to be what I know. Right? And I want to know more so I can be it. Amen. Because we can be everything this Word says. We, can, we are everything this Word says. It's not a question of can we get there. It's a question it's already supplied for us. Hallelujah. Amen? It's already been won. It's, we're, not, we're not trying to get healed. We be healed. It's, it's who we are. It's, it's, it's how we live, right? You're not getting anything. You're being. Amen? And everybody says, well, you know. That's not my experience. Well, let's not go by your experience. Let's go with the Word of God. Because I've done a lot of things that, are, that my experience will now be contrary to the Word of God. So let's not go by your experience. Let's go by His. His experience is always right. Amen? Because he's the, His Word is the only thing that has never, ever failed. Amen? 1 Peter 2.24 says, Who His own self bear our sins in his own body on a tree that we being dead to sins see that that is such good news right there if you, if you if you just stop there for a minute because you don't sin no longer has dominion over you sin no longer has and that's how sickness got in guys if if what's if the door that sickness got in no longer has any bearing on you that door's been closed and locked forever then, then that there's some good news for you because sin has no more dominion over you. He bore your sin. You say, well, yeah, but I've sinned since then. He bore your sin. Amen? He bore your sin, and through belief in, the, in just that very thing, you're on your way to health. Right? You're on, if you believe that you are forgiven, not, not a forgiven sinner, forgiven. Yeah, i got lots of people who say, yeah, I'm a sinner, but I'm forgiven. No. You can't be both. You're either forgiven or a sinner. Right? If you're forgiven, you are not a sinner. Amen? You are no longer, you are no longer identified in that class. That, that has gone away from you. It will never be again. You, you're not going back, unless your desire is to go back to it. That, that's not where you're going to be. Amen? Your, our sins are forgiven. He bore our sins. We don't have to bear them. We don't have to pay the price for them. We don't have to go through what sin caused. Right? We're not going to do it, right? 
it says that we being dead to sins. We, in other words, that it's gone. I mean, when it's dead, it's that's it. There's there's no more life in it. No more life in that death. Does that make sense to y'all? That's right. There's no more in it. But we should live unto righteousness. Sent dead to sin, living a righteous life now. Living the righteousness that He bought for us, that He got for us by bearing our sins. We're now righteous. What's He saying? I've now put you in a, in a receiving class. <laughs> I've now reclassified you. I've renamed you. I've made you to be something you weren't. And he didn't say, I gave you something. He said, I made you something. Right? What's it saying in Corinthians? Huh? We, we were made righteous, right? In Him, we are the righteousness of God in Christ. Right? We've been made the righteousness of God in Christ. We didn't get it. We've been made that. If you're saved, you're righteous. You're made that. Right? Transformed from unrighteous to righteous. Right? It, it, it puts you in, it, it, we need to change our thinking on some of these things because that puts you in a position to receive that you aren't in if you don't think that way. Right? You can't say, oh, I got to get some righteousness so I can get healed. No, you are righteous so you can be healed. Not get healed, be healed. Being healed is better than getting healed. If you get healed, you might have to get healed again. Being healed lasts forever. You just walk around and say, How you doing? I'll be healed. How are you going to do tomorrow? I'll be healed. You're going to be healed the next day? Yeah, I'll be healed. That's what I be. That's who I be. And who I be is determines what I be. And I be healed. You're going to hear all kinds of good English tonight. Amen. But we're going to back it up with the Word of God. Because the Word of God is right. And it backs up hillbilly as long as hillbilly is right. Amen. And so we are going to believe His Word. We're going to live unto righteousness by whose stripes ye were healed. Ye were healed. So, so much of the time we spend time trying to, to get a hold of something that we already have. Because the devil, religion, our own flesh, a billion things have lied to us and told us uh, you don't deserve it, you can't get it, your body don't feel like it, it must not be. It doesn't matter. It could be a thousand reasons. Does it override what God's Word says? God's Word says, by whose stripe ye were healed. Foregone conclusion. It's not something I'm, it's not something I'm going to get. It's not something I'm going to be later. It's something I be now. And in being that, we have that. Right? If we be healed, we are healed. Right? At all times. It doesn't matter when they say, well, yeah, but it's allergy season. You know what? Allergy season doesn't override 1 Peter 2.24. Flu season doesn't override it. it. It is the word for all season. Amen? And it cannot be overridden by a worldly season. Right? Say, so, well, yeah, but you don't know. I've been dealing with this for years. Good news. Good news. Your knowledge is about to be beefed up tonight. And you're going places you've never been. We're like the Starship Enterprise tonight, right? Going places we ain't never been. Tonight's the night. If, if you've been dealing with sickness in, in your body, if you're watching by Internet, not going to deal with it anymore. It's time to be healed, 
right? It's time to be healed. It's, to, it's time to quit trying to get, get it, and it's time to start being it. Amen? It's like people say, you're going to get saved. No, you're going to be saved, right? If you looked all through the Bible, there's never a time or a place in there where God says, get saved. He says, be saved, right? He says, if you believe on Him, confess with your mouth, believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you'll be saved, right? It is an event, but it's an event that changes you into a be-saved class. And in being saved, you now have the availability and the you are now a be-healed. If you're a be-saved, you're a be-healed. If you're a be-healed, you're a be-prosperous. If you're a be-prosperous, you be delivered. You be peaceful. You be joyful. You be loveful. New word for you, loveful. Amen. We be these things. Brother Moore has an excellent tape on be. And, and it's, it's so important because people aren't trying to be, they're trying to get. We want to be. If you be, you're, you're that way all the time. If you get, you might only be that way a minute. I got happy. How were you the next moment? Right? I be happy. That's how I live. Amen? It's a lifestyle. Being is a lifestyle. Being healed is a lifestyle. That word healed means made whole. Made whole. It's not, it's not just healed in your body. It's made whole. Your life is now made whole. What, what are you dealing with? What, where do you need healing? Where do you need to be made whole? Is it a family? Is it, a, is it in your body? Is it in your finances? Where do you need to be, be made whole? That word means be made whole. If you look through, in fact, is we're going to look through a few places where Jesus taught, where Jesus healed, and he said, you're made whole. Guess what? He didn't say you get whole. He said, you're made. Made. It's, it's a bigger word, right? It's like in Romans 8 where it says, the law of the spirit of life has made me free from the law of sin and death. It, it's recreated me in the free class. It's, it's so much better than getting free. Being free is, is living free. Being free, being healed, being prosperous, being... That's what we want to do. We want to be all these things. Amen? And, and we want to be healed. Amen? It, it doesn't matter what's coming against you. Cancer doesn't matter. Cancer doesn't override be healed. Be healed came before cancer. So if, like, say you were be healed and cancer tried to come, it would kill it because be healed already happened, right? So it couldn't exist in your body because be healed was what you were under. That, that was who you were. You were the be healed class, and it's a status. And you know what? We've been talked out of this for a lot, a lot of us have. We've been talked out of it. We've gotten tired. We, it's, you know what? A lot of good people are in heaven today that are early. A lot of people I know, a lot of people I love, a lot of people I wouldn't have guessed would have been there. Not my job to find out why. My job is to believe the Word. And the Word says, By whose stripes ye were healed. I'm ye, and were healed is me. Right? right? You're ye, and be healed is you. Right? You are be healed. And that's who we're going to be. Amen? Right? He took sin away. He gave, us, he gave us life. He gave us righteousness. 
He gave us health. He gave us prosperity. He took, he took the roots of sickness away, which was sin. Right? My dog dug, dug up a tree in our yard. This. <laughs> My wife will like this. <laughs> she was there when she dug up the tree. My new dog that my wife loves. <laughs> dug up a tree. Dug it up by the roots. So it was a tree and all the roots. Guess what? When I threw the tree away, or better yet, when I threw the roots away, the tree went with it. Right? And the further I threw it, the further the roots and the tree got away from me. So if God has removed your sin as far as the east is from the west, that's how far He's removed the root of sickness from your life. Amen? He has taken what caused sickness in the world away and taken its ability away by making you free from sin. You're dead to it. Glory to God. So we are, we be healed. Can we agree on that? Amen. Look at Ephesians 2.8. Say, so, well, Dave, these are all salvation verses. Yep. Yep, they are. Good old salvation verses. You reckon that's all God put them in here for? I just need you to read this one time because you'll get saved and you won't need that verse ever again. <laughs> I reckon not. Infinite word stays infinite forever, don't you think? Glory to God. Ephesians 2.8 says, by grace are you saved through faith, and not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. For by grace you are saved. That word are, I'll go with the word are first, by grace you are. Are means have been. That's, another, that's, that, that, that's from the Strong's Concordance, so you can check me on it. Have been. By grace you have been saved. That word saved means healed made whole. So let's reread that. For by grace you have been made whole through faith, that not of yourselves, it's a gift of God. Healing is a gift. It's a gift from God for you to make you be healed. Glory to God. You be made whole by His grace. And what do you, what's your part? Faith. Believing that he, he gives you that grace, believing in Him, believing in Jesus Christ. You know, one of the things we sang about tonight was the name of Jesus. We talked about no name above that name. Name above all names. Why? It is the highest authority. There is no higher authority. When you decide to go to that name, you can't go above it. When you decide to believe in that name, and there is healing in that name, you cannot go above it. There's no one that can come to you and say, yeah, but. No, you can say, no, your yeah, but's way down here. My, my, my Jesus is right up here. There, there is nothing greater than the name of Jesus. There is nothing that we can believe more than the authority in that name. Amen. The authority in that name gives us the right to be healed. Right? It makes us healed. It makes us whole. We, it, says, it says, by grace ye are made whole by faith. It's a gift. It's a gift. Jesus gave that to us on the cross. Stripes on his back. By whose stripes you were healed? That's a gift for me, for you, that we can now be healed. Amen? I'll be it. You want to be it? 
What about Romans 10? Dave, that's another salvation verse. Sure it is. Yes, it is. What's the word salvation mean? Healing, prosperity, deliverance. The word salvation covers everything you could possibly think. It's huge. It's huge. Glory to God. Romans 10, verse 9 says, If thou confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and believe in thine heart that God raised him from the dead, thou shalt be made whole. Huh? Isn't that what it says? Saved. Strong's concordance. Made whole. If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, you'll be made whole. How much longer you got to be sick? How long does it take you to confess the Lord Jesus? Amen? People say, well, yeah, but I'm already saved. Confess Him again. Right? The guy, the blind man saw men as trees too, but Jesus laid hand on him again, did he? He said, you know, the trees ain't good enough. You're going to see men as men. Right? Confess it again and be it. It says you'll be made whole. That's what you'll be. That's what, that's, what, that's what you become. That's who you now are. You're the made whole. You're no longer the sick. You're no longer the diseased. You're no longer the crippled. You're no longer the blind. You now identify with Christ and you be made whole. You be healed. You be something that you weren't. It doesn't matter what you're dealing with. You can be something else because He has bought and paid for it. And we can be it just like we can be saved and go to heaven someday, we can be prosperous and have a really good life on our way there. Right? And we can be healed so we can enjoy our prosperity. Amen? We can be all these things because He made us to be those things. Not because we have to... It's not by works. Right? You can't work and make yourself. He's made you to be. It's the gift of God. He made you saved. Right? (laughs) Right? We're... We're still on this, right? We want, we want to be healed. If cancer is attacking your body, if something is a disease or, or a sickness is, is, is nagging you on a constant basis, if there's something missing in you, if there's some, you can be healed. You can be who God says you already are. We don't have to deal with these things. God's people are dealing with things that we should never deal with. That's like saying, oh, I got up yesterday morning I really had to get in prayer to believe for my salvation again. You know, I, I just didn't feel saved that day. No, we don't. How many people get up every morning and say the, the sinner's prayer again, if, as they call it? Why? No, because you believe you're saved. We need to believe that strongly that we're healed. Right? Because we are, we are just as healed as we are saved. But, but by religion and, and works of the flesh and a billion other reasons that we could let our mind think of, we're foregoing the goodness of God in the land of the living. Amen? And we've grown up not, not knowing it or knowing the wrong things. Anybody get, grow up knowing the wrong thing about God? Sometimes He's good. Sometimes He's bad. So, sometimes he'll beat you. Sometimes he'll kiss you. You just never know, as Brother Moore says, right? That, you know, you, and, that, and that's what we grow up learning. You know, we grow up learning that, you know, 
It's your, it's your best guess as to what God might do today. Sure hope He's good to me. Was that old song? Lord, I hope this day is good. <laughs> I won't sing. <laughs> Feeling empty and misunderstood. Woo! That's some good words. Yeah, I used to listen to it. Oh, glory. Where were we? Romans 10, 9. If you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be made whole. For it's with the heart man believes unto what? Righteousness. A new position. A, a new position. You were unrighteous. Now you've been made righteous. You were not righteous. It's, it's something new. It's not who you were before. And now you are. And he said, That's how, you get it by confession. Or by believing in your heart. You believe in your heart unto righteousness. You have to believe that you are or that He has made you that. Right? You can make all the confessions you want to if you don't believe that first. These gifts are for the righteous, which you are. Because He's made you to be that. If you've confessed Jesus as Lord, if you believe in your heart, it says, for with the heart man believes unto righteousness, with the mouth... Confession is made unto salvation. Same word again. Unto salvation. With the mouth, confession is made unto healing. With the mouth, confession is made unto prosperity. With the mouth, your mouth, and Brother Moore's teaching on it on Sunday, so it'll get more. Your mouth is driving you, but, but you're unlimited by this word salvation. This word salvation will take you as far as you'll let it. It will make you everything that God said you were. Amen? It, it, it'll, it'll, it'll make you... You'll have peace when other people are whining. Right? You'll, you'll have everything. And better yet, you'll be everything. It's not just having it. It's being it. You want to have peace or you want to be peaceful? Right? You want to have joy or you want to be joyful? If you be it, you're that way all the time. They say, that, that Dave, he's, he's, just, he's just joyful all the time. Why? Because he be joyful. He be peaceful. That's how, that's an, and that's how you want to be identified. Amen? Because, because the way we're identified so many of the times is by our situation in life. I remember we had, when we worked with inner city kids, we had a boy that was in a wheelchair. And that's how he was known. Well, is, he, is, is John coming this week? Now, who's John? He's the boy in the wheelchair. That was his identity. And the world identifies people that way. And you begin, and you begin to be, hear it so much that you begin to identify yourself that way. That's not who you are. Amen? That's not how we want to be identified. That's not what Jesus, that's not why it said you were healed. Why? Were means you can now be identified something else no matter what it looks like you are. Amen? Were means you can now identify with what He says you are. And He says you're healed. So you're not the crippled boy. You're the healed boy. Amen? So which really just makes you become John. Right? Right? Because you don't need an identity beyond that. You're John, son of God. That's who you are. Because we don't want to be identified. And what Jesus did, if you look at his ministry, he went around re-identifying people. Right? He went around changing their identity. Right? 
And, and, that, and that's what he did when he died on the cross, when he was raised again, when the stripes on his back paid for our healing. He re-identified us as healed. Right? We, we went from the could be sick to the be healed. Amen? And so we're no longer in the could be sick class. Right? Right? Let's look at another salvation verse, 2 Corinthians 5. You guys look like to look at lots of verses, right? It's good because I looked at lots of verses today. That computer, man, it can, it can help you look at verses and you just can scroll through verses and look at verses and chew on verses and put them on your paper and then you delete them and you say, I'll just keep that one in here. And man, you could, you could have 18 to 20 pages of notes just like that. We'd be here till about midnight. Glory to God. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, and now that, that word be is added, but if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away, and behold, all things are become new. Old things, what you used to be, is not there anymore. Old things, gone. New things. What's the new thing? Righteous. The righteous. You've been made righteous. You're a new creature. You're not the unrighteous creature. You don't even have the unrighteous in you anymore. You've been made righteous. People say, well, he don't look righteous. It doesn't matter what he looks like. God made him righteous. And, and through that word, then he can receive what righteous people get. And righteous people get healed. They, or, right, let me rephrase that. What righteous people be. Righteous people be healed. Listen to the Young's literal. I just kind of like the way it sounded, because yeah, it's it's probably the closest I think to what uh, to what would, what it would have actually said. It says so that if any anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature. The old things did pass away. That, that's pretty that's pretty certain, isn't it? it? Doesn't say they may have passed. The old things did pass away. Lo, become new. Have the all things. I, I could read it like this. Lo, become new. Have the all things. Lo, become new. Have the all things. What all things? All things that are in Christ. Righteousness, peace, joy, healing, prosperity, deliverance. What are the all things? They're the all things that God has for you. They're the all things that righteous people get. They're, the, they're, they're what the righteousness of God in Christ have. They're what the righteousness of God in Christ be. These are the all things that we should be having. Amen? The old things are gone. The all things are coming. Amen? Don't want no old things? I'll have all the all things that you can offer. Amen. One of those all things is healing. Amen. We've bypassed it and we've said that verse is the salvation verse. Boy, you get born again. You get, you get to go to heaven. Yes. You get born again healed. Right? If you get, if you get a second chance, be born again healed. <laughs> right? You don't want to be born again sick. Right? Be born again healed. In other words, if I'm going to be a baby again, then I, if I did have any problems, I, I don't want to come back with the problems I had the first time. Amen. But Jesus said you must be born again. Why? Because when you're born again, you're born again recreated in Christ. A new creature, the old things, the old ways, the world's ways, they're no longer part of you. You're dead to those. 
His ways. And when, he, and when He recreates, I'm guessing He does it perfect. Right? And healing is already included in your package of born again. Right? When He, when he hands you the, here's your born again package. Let me look through this. Yep, healing's right there. Prosper, yeah, there's prosperity. Look at peace and joy. Oh, wow, love. Shed abroad in my heart by the Holy Spirit so I can just go out and love on people all day whether they like it or not. Yeah, I want that born-again package. I'll take it. I'll take it. Deal. Amen? And he says we can be those things. Glory to God. Glory to God. So we, what do we do? We identify the way he identifies us. A lot of that's going to have to do with what we say. But, it, but if what we say is what he's already said, that's why we look at 1 Peter 2.24 because he said, by whose stripes ye were healed. He called us the were healed. Amen? I want to go with what he says about me. I want to be identified as the were healed. I don't want to be identified any other way. Right? Because you, you can't say, well, he's Dave that's got cancer that were healed. <laughs> the sentence, that's somebody that actually talks like me, I think. The sentence makes no sense, right? No, you're one or the other, and you don't want to be identified as the other. You want to be the were healed. Amen? That's our classification. Let's look, uh, let's see where I am here. Well, we talked about Abram last time I talked. Let's go to Romans 4, and we'll look at that, and then we'll go to the ministry of Jesus a little bit. Romans 4.17 Abraham was renamed. What would you call that? Changing somebody's identity. Right? He went from being just Abram to being the father of many nations. And it wasn't he that called himself that. It was God that called him that. Right? In Romans 4.17 As it is written, I have made thee. I have made thee. How did he make him that? He re-identified him. He called him Abraham. Right? He, he, right? You guys with me? He made him the father of many nations. He said, you're now Abraham. You're no longer just Abram. You're Abraham. I have called you the father of many nations. If God calls you something, you reckon that's what you are? Well, good news. He called you healed. He called every person in this place healed. If you'll just believe on the name of the Lord Jesus and confess with your mouth and believe that God raised him from the dead, you're as healed as you are saved. The fact is, it's the same word. Amen. And God's calling us that. If you're in the bed at home watching this on the Internet, you're healed. You don't have to be here to be healed because it's who you are. It's not what you get. It's who you are. And we be these things. Glory to God. Makes you want to shout it to lots of people, doesn't it? It says, I have called you the father of many nations before, before him who he believed, even God, who quickens the dead and calls those things that be not as though they were. So it doesn't matter. You want to line your words up with God, go back to 1 Peter 2.24. He calls things that be not. So if you be not healed, good thing. He called you were healed. So you, you can call the be not as the were, just like God did, and all you're doing is lining up with his word, right? You may not be, you may be not healed right now, but his word's greater than that. So you call those things that be not as though they were, and by his stripes, you were 
healed. So you are now the were healed, and you're not the be sick. Right? Amen? Anybody getting it in here? I'm getting it. I'm, I'm getting healthier. I don't know, you may feel thinner. No, no. that's right. you got to exercise for that, don't you? Yeah, I'll get healthier both ways. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Let's look at Acts 3. Let's see how Jesus or the, or the disciples or apostles called it. Acts 3. Got it in my Bible somewhere. Acts 3, 2. There it is right there. A certain man lame from his mother's womb was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms of them that entered the temple. Don't you reckon every time they saw people pass by, they said, yep, there's the crippled man. That's how he was identified. Oh, yeah, he's never walked since birth. That's the crippled man. He's, he's never walked. He's the crippled man. He's here all the time. He's asking for alms because he can't get a job. You know why? He's the crippled man. Right? That was his identity. That was who he was. That was who he had been. That's, that's who everybody knew him as except Jesus. Jesus didn't know him as that. God didn't know him as that. He knew him as the healed man. Amen. And he was laid every day at the temple. And Peter came up in verse 6. Peter said, I'll tell you what, go back, we'll read it. Verse 3. Who seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asking alms. And Peter fastening his eyes upon him with John, said, look on us. And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something from them. You know, people say, well, he wasn't expecting to get healed. He was, just says he was expecting something, right? Right? That's a pretty good alm. Doesn't it say healing's a gift? Huh? Yeah, healing's a gift. Peter said, in fact, is Peter's going to verify it. Peter said, silver and gold have I none. Now, we've got people that have started religions on that. <laughs> See, Peter and John didn't have any money. They were poor. Ain't what it says. It said he didn't have any. Maybe he didn't bring his wallet. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> right? I don't know. But such as I have, give I, such as I have, I'm giving it to you. This is something he was given, what? The authority in the name of Jesus. And he said, such as I have. That's what love does. He, he was operating in love right here. Love, does, love gives. It's, it's, it's the very nature of love. They walked up, and that's why they wanted him to look on him. It, what, you know, everybody says, oh, yeah, they stare in his eyes. You know what they saw? Love. The goodness of God is what changes people. Love is what they saw. Amen? And the power of God is the love of God. Right? And so he very likely did see the greatest power of God, which is love. Amen? said, such as I have, give I thee in the name, in the authority, in, in, in what Jesus has bought and paid for for you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Glory to God. What happened to him then? And he took him by the right hand 
and lifted him up. What if the guy would have said, no, I can't walk. No, I'm the crippled man. No, the guy had to want to be re-identified, right? He, he took his hand and he helped him, right? He may have been helping, but you'd be guaranteed God was strengthening those ankles and bones and those feet and he was getting ready to walk and he knew it as he was getting up and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. He was made whole. Go to the next verse. And leaping up, stood and walked and entered the temple with them, walking and leaping and praising God. Glory to God. We sang that song in Bible school when I was in the third grade. My mom led the... <laughs> Did you guys sing that song? Walking and leaping and praising... Okay. All right, we're not going to sing. I know all the songs. I just can't sing, okay? And I got a mic on tonight, and I might be recorded, so that ain't happening. Glory to God. But what happened to him? He went from cripple status to walker status. He went, he went from sick to healed. He went, he, he was no, that nobody else could walk by him and say, yeah, that's the cripple man. He wasn't the, the healed cripple man. He was the healed man. You're not, you can't be a healed cripple man. You can be healed from being crippled, but you're no longer crippled. So it no longer has authority in your life. Cripple went away. Righteousness came. Healing came into his body. And he became who Peter confessed him to be. By faith in Jesus. In fact, is Peter even said it later. He said, why, why are you looking at us? And he said, it's his name through faith in his name that has made this man strong. Right? The man believed and had faith in the name of Jesus, in the authority, in what, Je in what they were saying, that they were saying it in the name of Jesus, and he could have what they were saying, and he became it. He became the healed man. The crippled man went away. Right? It's a big difference. You know, you've got to look at the things that Jesus did, the things that the apostles did, because they did it like Jesus. They didn't, you know, if, what, or did it even like God. What if God would have walked out and said, dark, be gone? That's not what he said. He said, light be. He created something. He didn't uncreate something. Right? He, God doesn't uncreate. Everything he does is creative. He never does an uncreation. Is that a word? It is tonight. It's a new word. Write it down. It's in the Dave Dictionary, uncreate. <laughs> right? He doesn't uncreate. When he walked out or stepped out, I don't know what a God does. <laughs> he, when he looked out, because he's bigger than everything he saw, he said, light be. He didn't say darkness be gone. If you look at the ministry of Jesus so many times, he said, be made whole. He created wholeness. Right? So many people are trying to believe God to take something away from them. If they'll believe for wholeness, then what, was, what the dark in them will go away. When light comes, dark goes. Right? You don't have to tell it to go. It goes. That's what light does. It, it extinguishes darkness. Right? It changes the identification of the place it shines. Amen? Glory to God. And, and, that, and that's what they said. They said, be something more than you are. Be something else besides what you are. And he became the walking man. And he walked and he leaped and he praised Peter. 
No, he praised God. He knew exactly where that healing came from. Amen? He knew exactly why he was no longer John the Cripple. He was now John the Walker. He was John the Runner, John the Sprinter, John the Leaper, John the Praiser. Glory to God. He, he was re-identified and he was no longer in the cripple class. And the cripple class no longer had any authority in his life. Why? Because he went under the authority of Jesus. And there is, it don't matter how many years you've been crippled, the authority of Jesus is greater. And it's proven right there. So if you ain't walked, get ready. You can walk. Glory to God in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Re-identify ourselves. Right? Let's look at some people that Jesus re-identified. Mark 10. Got, we, have to, we have to watch letting people classify us, especially because, do, you know, and, I, and doctors are good. Don't, get, don't ever think that we preach against doctors. If anybody ever got healed, they got healed because of God. God gave the doctor the knowledge. Right? Doctors aren't here to do bad things. Doctors are here to do good things. I pray for doctors to increase in knowledge and to, and to increase in right knowledge and to learn good things. I, there's a lot of people that I love that would not be here today had God not wa- worked through a doctor to get them here, to keep them here. Amen? Because sometimes that's where your faith is. Okay, I'll tell you a story on myself, and that way you guys don't have to feel bad. Years and years and years ago probably 20 years ago we weren't having kids and we went to find out why we weren't having kids and you know it's time for Dave to get checked and doctor said you know Dave you're doesn't look good you know and I'm saying you know what I'll believe God why because I don't like doctors now I'm not saying I don't like doctors now but in my mind right there immediately I'm like oh I don't want to deal with doctors I don't want to go through this I don't want to go through that so what will I do I'll say I'm in faith Nobody else has done that, right? Check yourself, guys. Check yourself. That's pride. And that's just fear of a doctor, not faith in God. Don't be afraid of doctors. They do have some answers. Okay? If nothing else, they can identify what you're not. (laughs) Right? They'll say, you're sick. And you say, great, you just identified what I'm not. Thank you. Don't, we don't, that, was, that was pride, and thank God that he had mercy on us, and we adopted Ramsey just a few years later, uh, and then a few years after that, he said, you were in pride. You never were in faith. I couldn't have heard it when he told me then. Why? If somebody would have asked me, I'd have said, oh, no, I'm in faith. God will heal me. Why? Because I don't want to go see the doctor. Not okay. Check your own hearts. Everybody has to check their heart. They need to know where they are. They need to know where they are. And you need if, if your faith in God is working through a doctor, that's where you need to be. Don't, don't sit somewhere and let yourself go downhill. If you're in faith, things are getting better. Right? I, they did not get better for me. <laughs> I was not in faith. Amen? Now, you guys have never done that, so see, I'm giving you a leg up. You don't ever have to do it now. Amen? So, I don't know how we got there, but that's where we were. 
Jesus, the ministry of Jesus and healing. Mark 10, 46. Who are we going to be talking about? They even call him that. Look, look what the Bible says he was called. Blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus. I would change both my names. I'd be Bart and Tim. Blind Bart and his, his dad Tim, or his son Tim. The son of Tim. Okay, he is dad Tim. Uh, you know, these Aeuses and, yeah, they probably think our names are weird. Why is his name so short, Dave? It's like one syllable. Blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the highway side begging. How was he identified? Blind Bartimaeus. When anybody called him, they saw him, they said, that's Blind Bartimaeus. What are they calling you? If they're not calling you the right thing, you need to be speaking against them. Not against them specifically. You need to be speaking the right things over you. If somebody says, you're, you're Sam with cancer, no. You're Sam, we're healed. Just like Sam I am, you're Sam, we're healed. Right? That was his name, actually, Sam I am. Man, I'm on this Dr. Seuss thing tonight. Right? Sam, we're healed. You're not Sam with cancer. You're not Sam with disease. You're not, you, are not, you don't want to be identified like that. When somebody talks about you, you say, oh, you know Sam. And they go, now, who is, which Sam are you talking about? Oh, the one with cancer? No. No, no, I'm Sam, the righteousness of God in Christ, who can receive all things and be everything that Jesus died and, and rose again for me to be. And healed would be one of those things. I am Sam, be healed. I am Sam, were healed. I am Sam, I am healed. <laughs> Glory to God. Not blind Bartimaeus. Right? That's how he was called, though. And, and that's, that's the things you got to watch out for right there. Blind Bartimaeus, verse 47. You're going to have to put it up because it's not on my paper. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, thou son of David, he knew who he was, and he knew what he had. Have mercy on me. If you ask God to love you, that's what he asked. People say, well, yeah, because there's something bad wrong with him. Mercy is the love of God. He said, God, he said, Jesus, son of David, love me. Right? That's what he said. He said, don't let me have what I deserve. Love me. Right? If you look at the, if you look at the uh, Old Testament where it talks about the covenant of mercy, it talk, calls it the covenant of love in many translations. Amen? Why? Mercy is the love of God. Healing is born out of the love of God right wholeness is born everything that you get that we receive that we become because of god because of the blood of jesus it's born out of his great love for us amen he is love and everything that comes out of him is through that love if you be healed you be healed by love amen if you be righteous if you be made righteous you be made righteous by the love of god amen and bartimaeus Ask for some love. Verse 48. Messing with him. And many charged him and said, Hold your peace. Be quiet. He cried even louder. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. 49. Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. And they called the blind man. They're still 
They're still calling him the blind man, right? Saying unto him, be of good comfort, rise, he calls you. And he, and he, casting away his garment, rose, and he came to Jesus. He said, I don't want nothing bothering him. I'm getting to Jesus. And he, he got rid of the robe and everything. Got rid of the robe. Glory to God. And Jesus answered him, answered and said unto him, What will that, what wilt thou, golly, what do you want me to do for you? What should I, what, what should I do unto you? And King James. And the blind man, still identified, the blind man said unto him, Lord, that you take away the blindness. No. Even Bartimaeus said that I might receive my sight, create something in me. Right? Re-identify me as the seeing. Not the blind man, not, not, the, not the blind man that sees, the seeing. He said, I want to receive my sight. <laughs> That's good. And Jesus said unto him, Go thy way, thy faith hath made thee whole. The same made you whole that we just looked at in 1 Peter 2.24. The same made you whole that you get made when you get saved. It's the same made whole. And immediately he received his sight. In other words, it doesn't say immediately the blindness left. It says he received his sight. You don't even need to talk about the blindness anymore. Why? Because he's recategorized. He's now seeing Bartimaeus. He's now perfect eyes Bartimaeus. He's now known as 2020 Bartimaeus. <laughs> Glory to God. He's not identified as blind man anymore. He's a seeing man. He received sight. People who see have sight. Glory to God. And that's healing. That's being made whole. That's having recreated in you what you didn't have. He became what he wasn't. Glory to God. And that's what Jesus does for us. Glory to God. That's what the name of Jesus, belief in the name of Jesus, that's where we get it. If, if, if sickness is dealing, is it in your body, if, if disease, if, if you're crippled, if you can't see, it doesn't matter. This word, this, this Jesus has made you whole. As certainly as he made you righteous, he has made you whole. And you don't have to be blind anymore. You don't have to be crippled. You don't have to be diseased. You don't, we don't have to be it. We have to be healed. Better yet, we get to be. Glory to God. Glory to God. I'm about to get happy. Glory to God. You know what the Luke 8, 18, the same, same account in Luke 18, 42 says? What Jesus said, he said, Go thy way, thy faith has saved thee. Same word. Made you whole, saved you. What do you want? What do you want? You can have it all. When, when light enters, darkness goes. You don't have to tell darkness to go. When you shine light on it, it just scatters. Amen. It, it, it is gone. It's extinguished. It no longer exists. It's not like darkness went somewhere. It got extinguished by light. See, that's, that's, what the, that's what true healing does. True healing extinguishes what was there and, and, is, it, and it creates what wasn't. Right? 
when, when sight came, blindness was no longer there. It wasn't like blindness went away. It was extinguished. Why? Because sight came. Glory to God. That's what we get. That's what we have. Amen? So blind Bartimaeus? No blind Bartimaeus no more. 2020 Bart. 2020 Bart and his dad Tim. Glory to God. Matthew 8. Thank you, Lord. He's helping us. People are getting this tonight. We're triggering faith. We're, 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 we're going places we hadn't been. We're getting faith built up to receive these things. That We don't have to be sick. We don't have to have disease. We don't have to wonder if we will have it. Right? We, exactly, you know, if you find your mind thinking, you know, I wonder if I'll be sick someday. No, you won't. You'll be healed every day. That's an everyday word. Right? If you read that verse tomorrow, it will read exactly the same. And you'll still be what it says you are. Glory to God. Matthew 8, verse 1. When he was come down from the mountain, great multitudes followed him. And behold, there came a leper, worshipped him, saying, Lord. What's it say happens when you call Jesus Lord? You get saved. He called him Lord. You know, that word's infinite, so I guess it went as far back as it went forward, right? Which is forever both ways. Wrap your mind around that one. Mm-hmm. Lost me a long time ago. Glory to God. Lord, if thou will, thou can make me clean. Jesus put forth his hand and touched him. Nobody, nobody, nobody touches a leper. You don't touch lepers. Jesus did. Why? Because he asked him to. Jesus just reached forth his hand. Why? Love. You reckon that surprised that leper? He ain't been touched in years. You reckon that surprised him? It's the love of God. It's the goodness of God. It, Jesus walked in it, lived in it, breathed it. Was it? That's why people got healed everywhere he was. The love of God never, ever fails. Not only does it not, it, it doesn't never not succeed. There's your good English again. It never runs out. It never fails in any way. It always succeeds and it never runs out. It'll never come short. It'll never leave you hanging. It will always, always succeed and prosper where it goes and where it's allowed to prosper. Amen? Jesus put forth his hand and touched him, saying, I will. Yes, that pretty much, I think Brother Moore has a whole series where you can figure that one out. That's God's will. Be thou clean. Why didn't he say leprosy go? He was creating something new. He was already leprosy. He, leprous. He wasn't trying to get rid of leprosy. He was making him clean. That's what God did. That's why I said you're a new creation. He's not taking you and rebuilding you. He made you new. Right? He, did, he, didn't say, he didn't say, well, I'll use this part and this part. This one's really no good. We'll get that. He, he, you're a new creature created in Christ. Glory to God. And, and when, he made, when he does something, he does it creatively. Creatively, he, cl- he made him clean. 
right? So no, he can't be the clean leper because he's no longer a leper. Darkness left, light be. Right? Clean was. And he was made clean. Is that what it says? Next verse. Verse 4. I guess it's not in verse. It must be in the verse. Oh, and immediately. It wasn't 3, sorry. And immediately the leprosy, his leprosy, was clean. And, and what, what, was, what was he? He was a leper. What are people with leprosy called? Lepers. Right? That, that's what they're called all their life. That's how they're identified. Don't go down there. There's a leper colony. They even, have whole, they even had whole cities full of them. And if you lived in one, what were you? You were a citizen of the leper colony. Guess what Jesus did? He made him a citizen of the kingdom of God. He recreated him. He cleaned him. He brought him out. He made him where he can go anywhere he wants. And people that don't even know him will never know he had leper. See why? Because it's gone and he's recreated. He's clean. Glory to God. That's the God we serve. Right? Glory to God. What if you're already somebody that ought to have these things and you don't have them? You say, I don't have these things. Let's see what Jesus says. Luke 13, 16. Talking about the woman that was bowed over. At least she wasn't bowed up. What did Jesus say about that? She'd been this way for 18 years. Jesus immediately identified her as who she was. <laughs> he immediately identified her as who she was already. What did he say? Ought not this woman being a daughter of Abraham? He didn't have to reclassify her at all. She was already a daughter of Abraham. What's that mean? She ought to be healed. Right? Doesn't say get get her healing for her. She ought to be. Right? Ought not this woman being a daughter of Abraham who Satan hath bound be loosed? Right? He didn't say I bind that spirit. He said I loose you from it. Why? Creative. Right? Glory to God. Might say I'm a Christian. I've been dealing with sickness. Ought not this son of the most high God were be healed. Ought not this, this servant of the most high Lord, son and daughter of, of God, the righteousness of God in Christ be healed? Yeah, they ought be. Glory to God. So, take it. Amen? Let's look at one more. Acts 14. Thank you, Lord. Sometimes it's not that we aren't reclassified, but we didn't understand what we were. Right? What's it say in Galatians? That the heir differs nothing from the servants as long as he doesn't know he's the heir? We're the heir of all things. If, if, if you've differed nothing from the servants, stand up and be who you are. Be the heir of God that you've been created to be in Christ Jesus. Have the things that Jesus bought and paid for you to have. You're who he's talking about when he says, by whose stripes ye were healed. And you don't have to be anything else. So if you didn't know that, good news, I just told you. 
I just told you, all you got to do is grab hold of it and become the heir that you already were. There's no reason to defer any longer. Be the heir. Amen? Is that Galatians 5 or something like that? Galatians 3? It's Galatians. You guys going to make me find it? Galatians 3. Look there. I got my Bible so I can find it. My pages will turn to it. 4. Galatians 4. What I am saying is that as long as the heir is a child, he is no different from a slave. Although he owns the whole estate, he is subject to guardians and trustees until the time set by his father. The time's over for you. You were not subject to trust. Jesus has died. Jesus has risen again. By whose stripes we were healed. We have all that. We don't have to differ anymore from the slaves. We are children of the Most High God. Grow up and have what you want. Amen? Have what your Father's good pleasure was to give to you. Glory to God. Healing was one of those things. Amen? Acts 14, 8. And there sat a certain man from Lystra or Lystra. Depends on where you're from, Arkansas or southern Missouri. (laughs) Not going to tell you which one. Figure it out. Impotent in his feet, being a cripple from his mother's womb, who had never walked. That's how he was identified. Never walked, crippled from birth. Oh, did you hear about poor June? Her boy's been crippled from birth. He's a crippled boy. That, that's who he is. He's never walked. Probably never will. Well, if you're a crippled boy, I guess you never will. Crippled boys will never walk. It's just true. Crippled boy will never walk. Healed boys walk. Amen. Crippled boys don't. Sick boys aren't well. Well boys are well. (laughs) We've got to change the way we think about some of these things. You can't say that I'm the sick believing to be well. You're the well. Sickness has to go. It has no place. It has no no authority. It it can't be there. It's not even in a place where it can exist. Right? That's like dark trying to move in on light. It's like, hey, I'm dark and I'm, I'm getting rid of this light. You will never see dark overtake light. Not in the natural. It'll never happen. I don't care if you were in a, a, a room that was completely pitch black and you have had a pinhead that had light on it, it would show through that all that darkness. Because it's greater. It's greater. And our God is pure light. And He's greater than any darkness. And, and sickness and disease and, and cripple and that blindness, that is darkness. And we don't have, we're children of the light. Amen? And where light be, darkness go. Amen? We be healed. Glory to God. This man need to be re-identified. But he was hearing some preaching. It says in verse 9, the same man we're talking about, he heard Paul speak. Paul probably talked about a little healing. You reckon Paul knew something about healing? Yeah, I reckon he did. Who steadfastly beholding him and perceiving that he had faith to be healed. He had faith to do what? To get healed? To be. He had faith to be something that he was not. 
right? Isn't that what it said? He wasn't healed. He had faith to become healed, right? That's a good, why? He heard the word. Faith comes by hearing, hearing comes, right? That's how, that's how he got it. He heard the word and Paul looked at him and said, that boy's got faith. He, he's getting ready to change identities. Uh-huh. And Paul said with a loud voice, stand upright on thy feet. And he leaped and he walked. Why? Because he wasn't a cripple boy no more. He went from cripple boy to the righteousness of God in Christ to the healed, to we're, we're healed, to be healed. The cripple's no longer included in his name. Right? He's Sam, the boy that walked. He's the one that had the miracle. He, now he's not, they, they don't even need to mention cripple in his name anymore. It's not there. Light came, darkness left, healing came, sickness gone. That's how it works. Jesus brought health so that sickness had no more authority in our lives. And His authority is greater. And we were healed. We're not trying to get it. We're not trying to attain it. We're not trying to achieve it. We already were it. Like yesterday, you were healed. Today, you were healed. Tomorrow, you'll be were healed. You don't have to try to get a new batch of healing every day. Right? He ain't going to cook you up a new batch. He just went ahead and took care of it for eternity. He went as far back as time goes and as far forward as it will ever get. Amen? And healed us and made us whole. Glory to God. And He's able to do it. He's well, well able to do it. Everything that He accomplished, He is now our high priest. He's now our Lord and Savior. He has saved us. He has healed us. How far did He heal us? Let's look at it. Hebrews 7, 24. Glory to God. This man, they're talking about Jesus because He continues. How, how far does Jesus continue? Forever. He has an unchangeable priesthood. That means tomorrow he'll be your priest. The next day he'll be. You don't have to go see another priest. You got one. You got a high priest that never moves, never gets. gets he is. He's there, stationed at the right hand of God forever. What's he able to do from there? Let's look at verse 25. Wherefore he's able also to save, make whole, heal them to the uttermost. How far? uttermost you know what i don't know how big that word is but when god says it it go a long way right and when you get to the end of it you can say it again and it'll go further because uttermost never quits when it quits is when you're completely healed that's it that's how far the uttermost he's able to save them to the uttermost that come unto god by him seeing that he ever liveth to make intercession for them. He stands in a place in authority and we have received by grace everything that he bought and paid for as he went to the cross, as he died and rose again, as, as, we got stri- as he got stripes on his back, we got healed. As he went, The blood of Jesus has cleansed us from all unrighteousness and we have been made the righteousness of God in Christ. We have, we are, we be all these things. We don't have to be sick. We don't have to be poor. We don't have to be none of those things anymore. We be healed. We be made whole. We be the righteousness of God in Christ. We be everything that He bought and paid for us to be. And as we receive it by faith, the grace is there. Amen? 
And we become everything that he says we are. And we identify with the uttermost people. Who are you? I'm the one that's saved to the uttermost. Those are people that don't just go to heaven. You're saved to the uttermost. You have joy on the earth. You got peace and love and you're healed and you're prosperous. That's uttermost. Uttermost ain't just going to heaven. That's great. Don't get me wrong. When we get there, we'll think, woo, that is uttermost. But he, he's, he, he took care of it all. Eternal life, everlasting life. It started the day you said, Jesus, you're my Lord. And, and it ends never. Glory to God. It just gets better and better and better. We're in the worst days of our life right now. And it's pretty good. Why? Because we're saved to the uttermost. If that's as bad as it gets, it ain't going to be too bad, is it? Glory to God. Can you identify with it? Are you saved to the uttermost? Are you made whole to the uttermost? Are you healed to the uttermost? That means from anything that that the devil can't even come up with a new sickness that uttermost won't reach. It doesn't matter. If they come out with a new disease tomorrow, uttermost has already reached it. Glory to God that he can't come up with something new. He's an old devil. He's tired and his time is short. Glory to God. And the blood of Jesus has cleansed us from all unrighteousness. And we are healed. And we be healed. Glory to God. Stand to your feet. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Thank you. Thank you. Praise you, Lord. Just praise him. Just praise him. Praise him. Thank Him. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You got a song, Matt? Sing. I am what God says I am. I am what God says I am. 